So this hadith is very majestic. The entire hadith is very majestic and yet also has this um, subtle tenderness and, and compassion in it and more obvious compassion. Um, but the, so it's both, it's, it's a beautiful balance of both the Jalal and the Jamal. Um, this is tending of course to the Jalal side that um, none of our actions, so let's contemplate that. Do any of our actions um, affect Allah? Is, is that what we're saying here? I don't think so, because um, we know that Allah uh, speaks of himself also of having hands and um, of Allah's pleasure. So there are things that cause Allah's pleasure but um, and things that cause Allah's displeasure. But if, if we look at it closely, realize that's different. We're not uh, in our beautiful actions, whether they come intentionally or unintentionally from us, um, they're not benefiting Allah. In other words, that Allah's goodness, as Sheikh Noor points out, emphasizes in this last phrase, is beyond that. It's Allah's goodness that is flowing through us. And Allah is the doer, Allah clearly, is the doer and the all uh, never ending source of all action, all goodness. And so, you know, where does the harm come? The harm is really to ourself when we do negative actions and we can harm others. Uh, ultimately, the greatest harm, of course, in the, in the big picture is to ourself. And uh, even though we might harm another, you know, in this transitional part of our life, which is the, our life on earth, but the, the longer term is to ourself, the deeper is to ourself. So I think that's the part of the the meaning of the Hadith is that because when we reflect, well, where are we doing harm? We're doing it really to ourselves. It comes back to us, and um, and so that this is again a place of reflection. And um, and then when we think we're doing good, uh, or goodness comes from us, um, it is for ultimately it benefits us the most any good action. And of course, it does benefit others. And particularly on that level where I am you and you are me, so that we share in the good, in the good. And ultimately, all humanity shares in both the, the burden of wrong, and then the, the light and the, the excellence of, of, of goodness. We, in a way, we're one soul. And so we can think of that as one soul, that Allah infuses this soul with life, with qualities, with judgment, with all of these things. I mean, judgment in the sense of um, discernment and intelligence, wisdom. And the soul either harms itself or benefits itself. Um, and so we are still in the level of servanthood 
So, um, and this again is one of the very important points of this hadith. Always Allah addresses us, oh my servants, you know, oh my servants. So, um, what a great teaching. What, what a great teaching. We are not on par with Allah and we cannot neither harm Allah nor benefit Allah. Allah is the one who brings all good to us and the way it um, ends, my own overflowing goodness. So the goodness actually extinguishes the harm ultimately that we bring to ourself and, and everything will transform into this, this goodness. Um, so, you know, this is the kind of guidance uh, humanity needs. We need <clears throat> the guidance to understand our place in creation and um, our, our role and our actions and the effect of our actions. And by this, um, we are led to actually good actions when, when we can understand the purpose of our life and so um, purpose of our life is as servant and, and as one who praises Allah, as one who gives thanks to Allah, as one who asks forgiveness to Allah. And then Allah is the one who says, I, I am the forgiver and I love to forgive. So there again, it's a subtle difference. It's not that there is not an exchange and interaction uh, but we are always, in a certain sense, the receivers. Uh, and we reflect back. So when we reflect back praise, when we reflect back gratitude, um, then Allah is pleased. You know, of course, <clears throat> on a higher level, it's Allah's pleasure uh, placed in us that um, causes us to... Uh, reflect goodness back. Um, so, you know, interesting enough in the, in the first, um, uh, second, oh, oh, my servants, all of you are wandering ex astray, except the ones whom I have guided. So that already points to the pre-eternal guidance uh, and then those who are pre-eternally guided ask to be guided and I will guide you. Um, so all of, again, all of it reverts to Allah. So our whole focus in life uh, is to focus on Allah and, and not so much on ourselves, to focus on Allah's qualities and um, on Allah's divine names and Allah's divine actions, even though the actions of Allah, um, we might not understand, but we can still be grateful for them and praise them. So we praise Allah at every manifestation of Allah. We, we praise Allah, we are aware of Allah, always um, in our day, in our night, uh, inshallah, to the degree possible. And um, this is the point of life. And I often, you know, sometimes we, we get so entangled in our own lives and the own events in our life that we really forget our cherisher. 
and and in, there's a beautiful Quranic phrase of what has lured you away from your cherisher? What has uh, you know made you forget your cherisher? Well, we should think about that. You know, what makes us forget that really it is all Allah. It all comes from Allah. Our life is like we are, you know, floating. We are like um, cells living in, in Allah's life and, and participating in that life and light within light. We are the light within Allah's light. So inshallah, may this, um, this majestic verse um, and all these verses in this hadith and um, refocus us and, and, and remind us how to um, be during our day, how to place our consciousness and awareness. And um, it, it's quite humbling. And I think the, humb the humbleness is excellent. So that our, 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 our kind of limited self is humbled and our, our soul, our levels of the soul, our spirit is expanded because usually it's the, it's the opposite, you know, where our kind of limited self takes on the dominant position and our spirit is kind of imprisoned in that. And then when the the earthly self or the limited self, better to call it, because the earth herself is majestic, um, is humbled by the, oh, my servants, then the spirit is exalted because the spirit is the, also so much this place of envisioning uh, the true and, and merging into the true and being with the true. Um, so, alhamdulillah. Alhamdulillah, Alhamdulillah. I mean, everything is really merged. All aspects of being is are merged, but we need the faculty to perceive that, to live that. So that's really the, the spirit. Alhamdulillah. So, Salaamu Alaikum wa Rahmatullah Barakatuhu, and may Allah bless and exalt the the per perfect uh, human being and the perfection of humanity in the Prophet Muhammad. Peace be upon him, our guide, our model, uh, our bridge, our intercessor, uh, the one who is continuously just through his very being interceding for us, the one who is actually within us, the, the soul of our own soul. So he's a, uh, the, you might say, the, the oversoul, um, giving uh, transmitting the, the the mercy, the love, the forgiveness, all to our own being, uh, which is, you know, part of, of course the oversoul, but it, it has also its own form, just like the fuad. It's in the center. It's kind of like a diamond. So the the prophet's nature is both the light and also like the diamond within the light and. As we go toward Allah, as, as our um, you know limited self is humbled and our spirit is expanded, exalted, uh, elevated, then we we really do merge into that station uh, of Muhammad sallallahu alaihi wasallam, not with his own exaltedness, but in a, in an essential sense, and 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 there we we merge into Allah. 
Fanafi Sheikh, Fanafi Pir, Fanafi Rasul, Fanafi Allah, Bakabilah, Alhamdulillah. So blessings on him, on his family, on his blessed wives, his parentage and lineage, his um, descendants, his children, the beloved Fatima, the beloved Ali, beloved Abu Bakr Siddiq, Omar uh, Osman, and again Ali, and all the companions who surrounded him, may, may they all be blessed and, and exalted and, and given the the best of, of Allah's love and, and mercy and wisdom and knowledge and may this shower upon all of us in our tariqat, all the tariqats of return and upon humanity at this time, upon all creations, so that all creatures, all who have life, all the beings uh, of existence be blessed and exalted. Amen for his sake. Ya Allah, who... So, you know, as often happens that I, I did uh, a few, two things occur to me about this um, verse also that I'd like to include. And um, that is that, you know, there is a subtle arrogance in the self, uh, both if we're angry at someone and we want to like hurt them. I mean, I'm, I'm, I felt that, you know, and I'm sorry, it's a it's a poor state, but and if we feel that they can they're beyond our hurt, it's like a wow, that's like a burning, that's like a, a little hell, uh, burning away that arrogance. You know, when we feel they're beyond our reach of sending any uh, affliction back, that's a very good example of you know um, of that state. Of our, that element in the human being um, that needs to be purged by the exaltedness of Allah. And then on the other hand, thinking, when, thinking we're doing good, you know, if we would actually imagine that we could do good for Allah, Allah would not have Allah's hand over our hand. Allah's hand is over the Prophet's hand, over our hand. If we had doing good to Allah, our hand would be over Allah's hand, then we're, there it wouldn't be an Allah anymore. It wouldn't be a supreme, supreme one, supreme being, supreme reality. And who would we have to turn to then? You know, this occurred to me that because Allah is beyond all that, then Allah is the origin, our source, our beloved, our father, mother, um, our creator, and so that's the one we can rely on, turn to, ask from. Um, and so in a sense, this, this verse, you know, is kind of just confirms that. And the other uh, insight that came was also, you know, not, it's almost like in Rumi's call, the feel beyond good and bad, uh, that, you know, we we, our mind divides, of course, and there is a division, there's a scale and, and actions are weighed, but there is a place that is beyond that. And that is, you know, the lover and beloved. And that is that closer place uh, where, of course, there's an, the most intimate relationship and re response, call and response and on both sides. Allah calls, we respond, uh, we call, Allah responds. And so that is beyond this kind of doership 
of doing bad, doing good. Uh, it's a place really closer just to being itself, being this love, being this in this uh, wellspring of love uh, with Allah, just flowing and, and merging and living, you know, living the one life. And so, alhamdulillah, I think that's a further aspect of, of that verse to take us beyond that, the doingness, um, and then imagining whether it's good or bad, and, and then even imagining further that it could, you know, do good or harm to Allah. So what, how we meet Allah is in the love and, uh, and intimacy. That's really the most beautiful locus. Alhamdulillah. So who, thank you so much. Thank you so much. Salaamu Alaikum. Salaamu Alaikum. Salaamu Alaikum.